Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is The Pipeline. This is the second version. Uh, it was written by Alex Gallant and uh, David Brian Jackson. Uh, I am the Game Master, and this is episode three. Our recap will be done by Dakota Davis, as his character Benjamin Neal. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Dakota? Hello, this is Benjamin Neal, and I'm using this camera to document what's gone on the last couple days. Um, I don't know what's happened. Uh, I'm part of XCON. I'm a security specialist, and uh, just a few nights ago, I got a call from Tracy Pullman, and he asked me to grab my stuff and join him up in on a uh, assignment. <sighs> Let me just get to the point. There was, a, there was a major crash. Uh, everyone's dead almost. Um, There's a few survivors. Um, I guess Stephen Cross. I worked with him a couple of times. Uh, this kid, DJ, kind of knows his hand around the wrench and stuff. He's pretty cool. Uh, then we got uh, Joseph. Uh, he's a uh, survivalist. He's actually not bad. He's pretty cool. He's a pretty good bud. However, uh, this Harvey guy, kind of a pencil pusher. I don't care very much they're kind of i don't know all about money doing stuff yeah anyways we got we found some supplies and then we made our way and we found a pipeline from where our crash site was and we started marching down and uh we oh god all right uh get to the point on this um we were going down and uh on the pipeline we we found it we found a pilot he was, he was like strapped up and his guts were yanked out and it was horrifying. Um, uh, I've never seen anything like it. And, uh, God, well, while we were making our way, we, uh, we heard, we, well, we didn't really hear anything. I had the feeling something was watching us. I mean, I don't know. I thought my instinct was just to like, you know, just try to ignore it, pretend like it was nothing there, but I had a bright idea. I remember my back my days in hunting. Why not I fire around that direction and see what happens? Usually if it's a deer runoff. So I'm going fired. And not even like 10, 15 seconds later, something threw a two feet boulder rock right in our direction and we had to make a run for it. I don't know if it was the North wind. The North wind is this terrorist organization that's been terrorizing possibly. And, you know, we just know they're like, their methods are not peaceful and they're pretty hostile towards other people. We started making our way down the pipeline and then we got to a crossroads to, uh, between uh, going towards the forest or going towards the pipeline. I, for one, thought we should take the shortcut because you can honestly just see over the hill where the, pump, the pumping station was. So I decided to go with the group and they decided to follow the pipeline around. As we were making our way, I kept getting that suspicion feeling that something was still watching us. And oh, I don't know. And as we were making our way, we found the campsite 
it was just right outside where the woods was. And we go and went down there to investigate and we come we thought possibly it was the north wind, but it wasn't. It was the it was a looked like a peace corps of the uh for earth people. And as we were looking around, there was it looked like someone ransacked it. We we have a suspicious feeling that maybe the north wind might have done this. We went looking around and we couldn't find any survivors. There's there's blood, there's gore, it was uh, don't can describe it. That's where I found this camera. And as we're walking around, Harvey, he uh he found a survivor. His name is Bill. This is his camera. I don't know if the, the, he has any friends or family, but if they find this, this what happened to him. He's with us. We're, we're good now. And as we started making our way, we made our way to the pumping station. And as we got there, we uh, it, it, it got attacked. Like, there was gunfire and... I mean, it looks like bullets ricocheted everywhere. I mean, I don't know what's going on. And all my lines of work in security, I've never had anything like this happen. I just, I don't know, I just hope I make it out of here. Um, from what it was looking, DJ and uh, Harvey decided to go upstairs to go look at the uh, radio to see if we can get it working. And... Uh, I was sitting downstairs and, you know, kind of feeling around with the camera and I, I, I viewed the last portion of the like film and I saw something. I've never seen it before. It was like a hairy white, I don't know, it looked like an ape. No, it was more humanoid. Could it be an abominable snowman? Or something like that? Crossing, Joseph decided they're going to go to the uh, garage and maybe the maintenance shack to go figure out, see if the cats are still there or go check out something for DJ and Harvey and make sure the machine ain't messed up. So this is me signing off. Uh, I hope I make it out and I hope everyone else does. That Harvey guy ain't that much, you know, that bad of a guy. I kind of noticed, but yeah, still pencil pushers, I say. All right. All right, so um, how are you all going to get to the uh, maintenance? Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, machine shop. Uh, as, as I was saying, I was thinking that we were going to go to the garage, check inside the garage, see if the snow cats or any other equipment or vehicles are uh, still functioning, okay. and then from there go down the tunnel to the uh, machine shop. All right. So uh, you're going to walk out uh, across the compound. Um, who, who's repairing the radio? Um, all right. You guys are upstairs working on the radio. And very quickly, what you begin to realize is that some of the, some of the equipment's been, been damaged. It's been smashed. Um, they should have spare parts uh, at least somewhere on the compound uh, because they always would uh, but you don't see anything directly in the room there's there's some repairs you can continue to make but if you don't find the necessary parts um, it ain't gonna work 
Harvey, we're gonna need to find some parts. I ain't gonna be able to fix it fully without it. Yeah, but how about uh, we should fix as much as we can, eh? Then we'll know what we have left to gather. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to leave this room. If I have to. At least for the moment, I need to calm down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll we'll wait. Uh, I'll see what I can do, and then. You know, we'll look for parts. Hopefully, maybe Stephen and Joseph will find something useful. Well, they won't even know what they're looking for, probably. So, we'll go looking there. But hey, before I went white collar, eh? I was a, uh, I was greasing machines and fixing things. So, we'll be able to do good, and we'll figure out together what we need. Jesus, I didn't think you type uh, got your hands dirty like that. You always got to start at the bottom. Unless you're born with a silver spoon in your mouth. I had to work my way up just the same as everyone else. I'm just smarter than the average bear. Well, we'll see. Well, we'll see. <laughs> All right. So while you guys are yeah, doing he'll, that. He just, he'll give, uh, and either we can both work or he'll give DJ assistance. All right. Uh-oh. And you can take breaks. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So the rest of you. Um, oh, oh, where is Bill? Uh, uh, he's hanging with me. I'm, he's downstairs underneath where uh, DJ and Harvey are. All right. Uh, so, uh, so, so, Tom? Yeah. One of the things I, uh, Joseph would like to be doing during this time, it's, it's in his, it's in my nature to, to be looking out for what do I have to get ready for the next big oh shit moment. So I'm already thinking ahead. What if we can't get help? What if we got to hoof it out of here? And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I got to get a, a, you know, I got to find a wool blanket. I got to find a rucksack. I got to find more batteries. I got to find flashlight, but I don't want to keep interrupting the flow of the game to gather that. How would you want to kind of play that out? Um, you'll have to do it when you have time to do it. In the game. Okay. All right. So go ahead and just call it out. Hey, I want to search around because I'd like to be openly watching for just, right that kind of stuff to grab it as I go too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Most of that sort of stuff you'll probably find in the personnel building. Fair enough. Okay. Um, All right. Um, So uh, you, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Who's going towards the uh, maintenance? Uh, The uh, machine shop. Who's going to the garage? Yeah. I'm going with him. All right. Steven, you're going. Joseph, you're going. Uh, Benjamin, you're staying with Bill downstairs? Yes. Okay. And uh, Lucas? I was, what I was saying, I was freezing. Oh, you're upstairs. Okay. You're upstairs. I can either assist him or make my own roll whenever we do it. I'm just helping. All right. So you guys go outside. And... um, uh, the snow is pretty, is you know, fairly deep, but you guys have already waded through it a little bit. Um, it's uh, 50 feet across to the uh, to the garage. Uh, you've already walked by. You see that one of the doors is damaged, that it looks like it's been buckled out, and that there are obvious bullet uh, indentations in the steel door. Uh, it's probably a fairly thick steel door. <clears throat> the... Um, there is a smaller door on the uh, 
right-hand side of the building from as you're going towards it. Uh, so if you look at the map, it's on the left-hand side. But um, you can also see that there are four large tanks uh, that are on the, uh, let me use directions, on the west side of the building uh, that are probably fuel tanks uh, for fueling up the vehicles. Uh, the door to the building has been damaged. Uh, the small door? The the small door. Uh, is it so damaged that I can't open it? No, it's more like you can just pull it oh. open and it's it's there. Are there any remnants of tracks or blood out here? Um, after the snow, there's no remnants of tracks or blood. Okay. Um, open the door. Slowly okay. peek inside. Uh, because it's damaged, the door creaks loudly as it opens, and there's sort of a bit of a cavernous echo, uh, since the entire building is just one large open area. Sort of bring my 30 yacht up okay. to my shoulder and just keep it up and ready as I step inside. As you open the door, uh, uh, you can see a bunch of light switches, but there's no lights on at the moment. Uh, you also vaguely hear, just off in the distance somewhere, a hissing sound. Um, and there's an odd smell in the air. Uh, the smell of like... Um, Does it smell like propane? <laughs> no, what it smells like is kind of like ozone. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense. Or, or imagine that you've taken a pot with nothing in it and left it on the stove for a long time and it's heated up and it's just, it sort of has that foundry sort of smell to it. Acrid sort of uh, metallic hmm. smell in the air. So possibly a live wire. Hmm. I don't know whether to flip the lights on or not. Can we, can we see well enough to get through the room? Well, yeah, actually you can. You can see that there are vehicles in the room. All right. Uh, I'll step inside. Um, do, I'm trying to remember. I have, I have a flashlight, I think. Let me check. Yep. No, I do not have a flashlight. So... I'll step inside and just start looking over the vehicles, see if they've been damaged. Okay. Um, the first, uh, the, the two vehicles are uh, snow cats. Um, the first one that you come to uh, has, it, it looks like it may have been in the process of being repaired uh, because the hood is open and parts of it are missing and uh, but it doesn't look like they were torn out or anything. It looks like the, the thing was being repaired. Okay. Um, the one next to it looks like it's in fairly decent condition. Oh, oh thank God. Found a good one? We got a snowcat that can work. How many people can ride on one of these? Three? Oh, you, you could easily put like eight or nine people in there. Oh, this is a larger vehicle. It's okay. A, it's a, in fact, uh, hold on. I was picturing like a large snowmobile. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 
Any keys in it? I can go check. I'll take a check. Um, uh, no keys. It's just a, it's a push button start. Uh-huh. Well, but it isn't, it isn't just like a car. It's got other things because <laughs> it's tractor. Uh, it's not that much different than a car, but it's a little different than a car. Bloody hell. Well, we'll figure it out, I'm sure. Hop down. Well, that answers my question. We have a vehicle out of here if we need it. You can tell that the, the hissing sound seems to be coming from uh, the far end where there is a, uh, I'm sorry, um, from the other straight forward through the room where there is a large maintenance elevator uh, designed to go up and down. There's also a stairway going down uh, at the far end of the uh, garage. No, there's not. (laughs) No, maybe if there was a... It's going up to the heliport. Maybe if there's a machine shop down there, they left a a lathe going or a mill running or something, and and it's just burning up an engine or something. Maybe that's the smell we're getting. Ah, there's a hatch. Um, You walked in the door, straight across the back wall, there's a hatch uh, with a ladder going down. Well, I'm still going to check the elevator and see what that noise is about. All right, so what else do you see in here? Uh, Do a spot hidden. The hidden. I hopefully spot the hidden with a 20 out of 65. I got a 39 under 40. All right. Um, you notice that there is a wooden crate, and the wooden crate seems out of place, um, like they were boxing something up when whatever happened happened. Um, there's some, uh, packing material on the ground. Um, it looks like they were packing. So the box is about three foot, uh, like a three foot cube. Um, like they were getting ready to ship something somewhere. Is it nailed closed? Or is there a Uh, latch on it? No, but there's, uh, the lid's not nailed down. The lid is kind of cockeyed. Well, look at this. And there's words, the words fragile are written on the outside, are stenciled on the outside. Fragile must be Italian. (laughs) Whatever's inside might be illuminating. Let's move the lid and take a peek, shall we? Yeah. All right. You go over, you move the lid out of the way, and you look down. And inside this crate is what you can only think must be a fossil. Um, It's the skull of a creature that obviously was is larger than a human, but the skull shape is vaguely human uh, only much much larger and uh, and it has fanged teeth large fanged teeth uh, looks like they were shipping it uh, back to someplace in the United States which would actually be illegal 
What do you make of this, Joseph? If they found it here. I don't know. Uh, maybe they found something when they were laying the pipe. Maybe they, they busted in a... I don't know. I've never seen a caveman. Maybe this is what a caveman looks like. That's a bloody huge caveman. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Maybe a mutant? Like a genetic throw-off or something? I don't know. Whatever it's, it is, it's huge and seems like Exxon was wanting to send it off somewhere illegally. Well, probably to you know, get some few million for it and throw it in a museum somewhere. Well, I'll get on the radio, let the others know what I found, what we found so far. Sorry. If you would check the uh, elevator, see if maybe it's working or whatever that noise is is from over there. Yeah, I'll go over and hit the button. Now contact the others on the radio and tell them. We found a functional snowcat, and we found a very strange, what looks to be a large fossil of a skull. Oh, I like, well, the snowcat will be useful. But what are you on about a, are you on about a skull? What, what kind of skull? Like a, like an animal skull? I presume animal, but it's quite large and looks almost human. Looks of course it does. And it looks like they were going to send it off illegally. Probably to get a few quick bucks. Hmm. Um, Benjamin, do a... Uh, um, well, you're, you're there with, with Bill. Um, when Bill hears this, he becomes very uh, disturbed. He walks quickly over to the window. And he looks out, and he looks like they—they they found something. We got to get yeah. out of here, dude. We've—they said they got a snow cat. We got to get the fuck out of here. Well, we're just waiting to get. We got to call up and let them know what's going on outside of the radio. Once we get the radio going, and then we're gonna head out. It's okay, Bill. He—he uh, he sits down and he looks really, kind of, distracted. I mean, he's. <clears throat> Freaking! Right, I'm gonna look over at the rations. I'm gonna say, "Here, here, eat this, man. You, you probably starving or something." He uh, he takes it, and you see him uh, kind of reach into his uh, into his jacket, and he pulls out a, a flask and sort of looks at it, and then you see him sort of like, "No, no, no, I don't need this." He puts it back, and he he just eats what you're giving him. All right. Um, all right. So you guys are still in the the uh, the garage. Uh, you go over to the uh, the hatch that that leads down to the uh, machine shop, uh, or you could take the elevator. I was going to punch the elevator button. Let's okay. just see if it responds. Uh, it does respond, and it is it it sends off a loud. Eh, eh. As it does it, because um, it's big, you could literally put one of the uh, the cats on the elevator and lower it down to the to the machine shop. All right. Um, uh, as soon as it starts to go down, are you guys standing on it when it goes down? I just wanted to see if it would work. Uh, okay. 
Yeah. If so Steve, you, you if started, Steven, it started going and then you turned it off again. Yeah, yeah. It works. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Looks like it's got juice. All right. Let's take a little trip down, shall we? Yeah. It seems like there's power to the building. You just never turned on the lights. Well, with that odd noise, I didn't know whether flipping on the switches was a good idea. Um, so which one are you going to do? Are you going to go down the elevator? Are you going to down, go down the, the hatch? Hmm. It's up to you, but we have a perfectly fine elevator over here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you know what? I think taking one, at least one ride on it can't hurt. I mean, yeah, we got to figure out what's sucking up the juice over here so we don't run out our batteries but uh yeah I mean, what's one ride all right i wouldn't think it would hurt oh uh, you start down the elevator once again it makes a lot of noise uh and it also goes down fairly slowly uh you realize you could have probably gone up and down the, the ladder five times by the time it gets as soon as it starts down and there's a gap between the floor and the, the edge of the elevator the sound gets louder and the smell gets worse. Um, and you do realize that it sounds like it, well, you said a downed cable. That is sort of the quality of the sound, um, except that it's more steady than that. Plus there is a really loud hissing. Um, is there any flashing like from an electrical arc? Going uh, on? Yeah, you can see that there seems to be some sort of an electrical art going on in there that's that's flashing you also uh uh as you're about halfway down the elevator i mean you can actually see into the room uh your guess is that there is an arc welder that has been dropped at some point and is simply frying a black hole into the cement on the, on the ground which is where the smell is coming from and where all the power drain is going. Um, you also uh, see that uh, somebody may have dropped an air compressor uh, tool, which popped off and the tube itself is, is doing this, which is where the hissing is coming from. About halfway down on the elevator, the air compressor engine comes on and goes, you know, as it's recompressing, uh, which is extremely loud. Uh, by the time you're, you think it's to the bottom. Steven, you ever know a mechanic to just leave their tools laying around like this? This ain't right. Not on purpose, no. I mean, not that much about the last two days has been right, but this, something happened here. Oh, I have a few guesses considering the condition of upstairs. All right, let's turn this stuff off and get energy back where it's supposed to be. Start turning off the equipment. All right, that's fairly easy to do. Unplug them from whatever sockets they're at. You notice that there does seem to have been somebody down here. Um, they must have left in a hurry, but you don't see any sign of blood or anything like that. Don't suppose they got some sort of alarm, do you? Could be. 
I look around. Are there any uh, cameras or anything like that down here? No. Okay. Like and there's a full array of tools and maintenance stuff. And I can see this. Shelves of parts and things like that. I can see this building or the perimeter of the place having alarms, but why they'd set up alarms inside the building? I don't know. I mean, it's a pump station, not a, you know, this isn't a military outpost. Uh, hmm. You know, maybe we take the, uh, the hallway back and uh, see where that pops us up at over there by the, uh, you know, by where we left Ben and the guys. Right, we'll do that. You want to try firing up the cat before we leave, though, just so we make sure everything's running there? It wouldn't be too bad of an idea. I guess I was a little nervous at first about, you know, sending any unnecessary sparks around if we had gas or something in the air. My exact thoughts. Now that we know what the problem was, we got that remedied. We can go upstairs and get that cat running. All right. Well, forget the elevator. I'm taking the hatch up this time. Yeah. Right now, I don't really like the elevator. Um, when you get to the top of the ladder, you realize that the hatch itself is not latched. So maybe whoever was down here went up the ladder to get out. Oh. So it locks from the bottom. Well, it locks when it drops closed, but it 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 doesn't look like it really closed all the way. No. They they went through it and maybe they ran. Can it be closed if it, if it's needed yeah. to be closed? Yeah. You can latch it. It can still be open from either side, but there is a possibility of locking it if need be. Okay. Um, okay. All right. All right. So you go back up into the into the uh, garage. Yeah. Um, Harvey and uh, oh, DJ, DJ and Harvey, uh, DJ, you realize that that you're missing parts, that uh, you're going to have to find those parts somewhere. Uh, I uh, radio to Stephen and Joseph. Okay. Because I, I, would I, know, I assume I'd know what I would need. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah your, so. It's your speciality. Uh, Stephen, you in? You there? Oh, yeah, DJ, what's up? Um... I described the parts to okay. you in detail, so that you would. Uh, do you, if you're in the machine shop or anywhere, can you try to find them? Uh, we're right above it. I can go down there and take a look. Okay. Well, Stephen, how's your um, how's your electrical? Probably. Um, let's see. It is. At base, Tom, it is at base. You can can do a roll or otherwise um, what he just said to you is all just gobbledygook and you're like, well, there's parts down here, but I don't know this from that. I'll I'll just come down myself. You're going to have to come down here and grab it yourself. Otherwise, I'm going to come back with a cat. Uh, Okay, yeah. I'll I'll come. Uh, Javi, you keep an eye on the... uh, Radio Ben's down there, so. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I was just uh, thinking maybe I hit the office, but he's just looking at the blood all, leaving him up there with the blood all by himself. <laughs> he's like, 
I'll send Ben up to Ben and Bill. All right. And, uh, maybe uh, instead uh, we uh, take a little walk together over to over to the other building. Just I don't want to be up in this room right now until you get okay. back. Okay. Yeah, he's like he's like following you down like right behind you. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so the the okay. two of you are going to go over to the garage also. Uh, yeah. I think DJ is. Oh, I am. Yeah. Oh, DJ. I, I, I think Harvey, if he sees Ben and what's his name, Bill. Bill. Yeah, Bill. Like uh, well, we could stay here or maybe check out the office. Probably I should check out the office. All right, you know, sounds see, good to me. Important there, we three of us can stay together. And uh, DJ, you be, you be quick, quick. Yeah, I've got my wrench. All right, <laughs> you keep happen. saying that like it matters, but okay, okay. So DJ, you're heading over to uh, with Stephen and uh, and Joseph to see if you can find the parts you need. Um, you follow literally in the trail that they left, going straight across. Yeah. And uh, they show you where where the machine shop is, and you guys all go downstairs to uh, look. Um, Meanwhile, Harvey and Benjamin and Bill, you guys are going to go over to the offices. Building number five, probably is somewhere we should be checking out. Right. Um, And to be clear, I mean, not, he doesn't say it out loud, but he kind of like allows Benjamin to go first, or you know, kind of it's like. Well, he's the security guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll stay back here, way back. All right, I got you. I'll go in. <laughs> All right. I put I put Bill in between us too to keep him because he's like. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of freaking out. Um, yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Harvey, do a uh, a spot hidden. Okay, spot. That's an eighty-five. So I'm thinking that's a no. I'll double check. That's a no. Okay. Uh, Benjamin, you also can do one. Okay. Um, forty-four to sixty-five. Okay. Uh, so you're walking. You're about halfway to the maintenance. I mean, to the. Uh, the office building and uh benjamin you look up and you go um aren't those phone lines hey are we aren't those phone lines up there man i mean there's no reason why they wouldn't have a phone line looking up above building number five the office yeah going into building number five okay hey i i don't believe we didn't notice them at first <laughs> but yeah Things are a little awry, but yeah, we should. Uh, well, maybe we have some luck there. Let's, yeah, let's try to see if we got a phone or something. All right, carefully, careful, careful there. Inside, All right. careful. All right. Um, you get to the door, and uh, the door is unlocked and has taken some damage. Um, oh, wow. There are large scratch marks uh, in the metal of the door. And as you uh, open up the, the door to the room, it looks like, uh, it, it, you can tell that at one point, this was probably the nicest building on the entire property because um, uh, it was you know, their, their working office. Uh, it, uh, 
At one time, this room might have been quite nice with sofas and desks and stuff, but it looks like a tornado's hit it. Um, uh, there are two heavy desks that have been overturned. There are filing cabinets that have been torn open, and there are papers everywhere in the room. Um, the cabinets themselves have been smashed and dented. Uh, the leather sofa is broken and ripped up against the wall. Uh, there's a wooden panel that seems to have been all cracked. Uh, and it looks like there's a pile of bloody rags uh, on the couch itself, just sort of lying there. Um, what do you guys do? Uh, I, for one, go away, man. This looks like a freaking hurricane came through, man. Tornado. Well, it's uh, not much different than the rest of the place, then. I mean, yeah. We didn't tell you, but uh, upstairs in that radio room, it's a mess, too. Like, just like this? Uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> He's, he, he, he clearly hesitates for a second before he says that. Like, okay. It's bad enough, but uh, he's pointing past. He's like, why don't you check out what that is there? Pointing out the rags. All right, I'm going to go examine it. Yeah. All right, Ben, you, you take a few steps toward it and you stop. The carpeting in this room was kind of a light blue. But as you're stepping towards the, the couch, um, it's it's black, it's wet, sticky, and it, from the, because of the color combo, it's almost black. And you realize that the pile of rags on the couch is a person. Holy shit. That, that's a... Ugh. Um, Make a sanity roll. Yeah. Uh, this person looks like they have been pulverized and broken. Uh, the guy's arm is twisted crazily behind his head, and his right knee is bent the wrong way. There's a small automatic handgun um, with the slider locked back on the floor near the corpse. Um, how'd you do? Uh, I got a 70. Out of 43. So, so you no. fail. Okay. Yep. Uh, 1d4. Sanity damage. So am I close enough to where... I mean, I'm still kind of outside, but would you rate me as close enough to where I can tell? Or, Well, you see him step forward. and uh, You kind of had a funny feeling, obviously. And, and then he stepped forward and he stopped and turned okay. white. Three. <laughs> turned whiter. <laughs> okay. He, um, he just—he's just like behind Bill, and there's like a cloud of smoke going from behind Bill's head around him because Harvey's just like well, anxiously puffing on Bill, a cigar. Bill, do, uh -oh. do, do a <laughs> do a psych roll on Bill. Who me? Yeah, because you're uh, obviously Benjamin's not watching him. You're watching him. Psychology, yeah. psychology roll. I have a little bit in that. Let's see if we can uh, get lucky. Got to know these the minds of all these workers. I actually got a success with a twenty-two out of thirty-six. Hmm, very good. Um, it suddenly dawns on you that Bill has a different reaction than you guys did. He would much rather be inside of the building 
than out in the open. Um, all the time approaching the building, he's looking side to side. He's looking at the woods. He's looking all around. And it's almost like he wants to get into the building to get out of the open area. So the fact that the room is completely destroyed and there's a bloody corpse, he cares less about than just getting out of the open. Really? Okay. So much. Yeah. He's terrified of something in the woods. Obviously, well, obviously everybody was murdered at the... I saw the videotape. Actually, I, don't, I didn't see the videotape, but there was made mention of... Some, was that made public, the mention of these Yeti-ish looking creatures in the videotape? Didn't Ben uh, show that all to you? or? I think I just showed it the cross. Because uh, I think DJ, yeah, DJ and Harvey were upstairs, upstairs, and Joseph at the time was talking to okay. Bill. All right, so, okay. Or I don't keeping Bill calm. Okay, so he didn't know that. But, so he's just looking around and just... And he okay, showed okay. Bill. He showed Bill. So. Oh, yeah, I showed Bill. All right. All right. Well, hey, hey, Bill, take your time going in there. He's looking around the compound now like, what? What's around here? Got to so. get out of here. Yeah, I know. I know. We got to call for help. and get a cat. He said, well, he said they have a snow cat. We can get the snow cat. Yep. We make contact, yeah. and then we get a snow cat, and we get the hell out of here. Don't worry, right? Just uh, you go inside. Don't look at that. Where he's looking. Don't look at that. Yeah, Bill, don't don't come over here. Just stay over there. All right. Is there, is there, well, is there a... he, what he does is he comes inside. Um, he doesn't look over at the couch and the blood. He goes over and takes a position next to one of the windows so that he can keep an eye on outside. That's perfect. Before I come in, I'm like, you know, I'm kinda like this. I'm like, hey, can you uh cover that or something? I'm assuming it's bad. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go find like a like a blanket or anything that's in there, I could just throw over it. So um, I was also going to ask that rifle that was there, does it look like it's functional or no? It's not a rifle. It's a handgun. Uh, oh, handgun. It is a, uh, uh, it's a 38 automatic, uh, but all of the bullets are gone. All of got, it's been completely at something. Hmm. Um, do a spot hidden. Okay, twenty out of sixty-five. Okay. Uh, yeah. You notice that your 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 impression was, as this guy was dying, he was trying to reload, and he dropped the extra cartridge or whatever they are, and it's right underneath the couch. You can see it lying, you know, under where his hand is draped, you know, hanging off the couch. So yeah, you 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 can grab those bullets. Okay, I'm gonna grab those and that and. I'm going to say, uh, well, first I'm going to go to Harvey. Harvey, you had your gun, right? Does DJ only has his wrench, so if we see him, he can get, we can give him this. He goes, well, I only have this little 22. Does it do much? I don't know. Would you really trust DJ with a, right, a gun after the freaking out that he's done? You know, remember the pipe line? Well, he Same. told me earlier he, he was pretty good with a handgun, but I mean. Uh, that's fine. It's fine. I just said I would be more than glad to hold on to it. I mean, I can't shoot anything with this rifle, but that's your call, your security. He didn't know how to use a shotgun, so that's my concern. Exactly. All the more reason to allow me to hold on to the 38 for now for safekeeping. I can always give him my 22 if he needs something. That's fine here. 
I got my shotty, so I'm good. So we'll all be armed if the freaking North Wind come out out of nowhere. I think Harvey makes himself feel better just because he has a gun on him, like a handgun, even though it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but, all right. 38 um, auto. In this office, you in this bottom part of the office, you don't see any phone lines or phones. Um, but there are stairs going upstairs. You want me to go check upstairs, Harvey? <laughs> so, so there's nothing, nothing of note down here. Uh, are you going to do a spot hidden? Are you going to look around the room throughout the, we all in, the garbage? We're in the main office, right? You're right. in the main office on the ground floor. Yeah. He goes, yeah, why don't you uh, check upstairs and I'll go check this little, the restroom and everything out. This little, well, I still don't know if I know if it's a restroom or not, but I'll, uh, you, you should make, you make sure upstairs is clear. I'll just go check over this little room and then I'll join you. All right. And under my breath, you're probably going to, I'm not sure you're really listening or not, but uh, sure. Goddamn pencil. Sure. <laughs> probably. You go to the <laughs> office first and then when it's safe, I'll come up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, uh, Harvey, uh, you go to that one little room and it, it is a, a restroom. Um, it looks very typical. It's got white uh, tile, uh, stainless steel fixtures. Um, there is a small shelf with some toilet paper and cleaners and sponges and a plunger and uh, some lilac air freshener. That's pretty much it. It seems to be completely untouched. It's actually the nicest, cleanest room in the whole complex is the bathroom. Right. Not perfect. This is this is Harvey's new backup spot. <laughs> in case he's got to run away and get in the fetal position anywhere. Um, okay, but after that, You'll probably I use the bathroom because <laughs> by now yeah. somebody's got to pee. Um, Actually, he probably does, and then he'll you know, he's reloaded the gun. He'll probably do that. Probably take a deep breath of fresh air, even though he's got a cigar still burning, like a like a quarter amount, and then he'll follow upstairs you know after a couple minutes after benjamin's already gone up there and everything i think okay um will is stay is down here looking out the window okay um did you want to look did you want to look around at all through the yes entire room i mean it's there's stuff everywhere i guess i didn't think yeah because there's papers and duh yeah you're right um so all the papers and all the important stuff yeah he would he would probably start looking and seeing what's important, what's not, if there's anything he needs to know. All right. Do a spot hidden for me. Oh, my favorite. Where are you? Put something into that, maybe. Nope. Not happening. All right. Uh, so you look around. You don't really find anything. Bill seems uh, obsessed with outside. Um, and uh, Benjamin's walked up the stairs. And then you're going to follow him. Yeah, after, yeah, yeah, it's a couple minutes probably. All right, Benjamin, you walk upstairs and uh, there's there's a landing and there is a doorway uh, up ahead of you. Uh, you open it and there is, um, there is the main office. Uh, the first thing you notice, since now you're getting really used to uh, the terror, 
um, is there is a person sitting in the seat behind the desk, their heads thrown back, and there is a halo of blood on the wall behind them. Um, uh, you can only guess that whoever this was committed suicide. There's a big mm. bullet hole in the front of the, or in the, I don't know. Oh no, like this. You're like a freaking coward. Wonder what there are, freaking it, scared them to do this. There are a couple of other things. Um, as you open the door and look down, there is a telephone uh, that has been ripped out of the wall and smashed against the floor. Um, uh, there's some general disarray. But one thing that catches your eye, because it almost can't, you can't help but it catch your eye, is there's an answering machine on a little desk in the corner, and the light is, be is blinking. Okay. Um, I'm going to walk over to it, and uh, I'm going to, like, fundle with it and okay. see what the last message was, I guess. Well, you hit the button, and it, of course, it rewinds. Like this. The first few messages are just, you know, um, we need the, uh, we're calling because we need the report on this and that. We need the updates and, and so forth. Um, very mundane sort of things. By now, Harvey, you've joined him, uh, and you're standing there. You can see the guy's committed suicide. Hello? Hello? Please. No. Um, I, um, uh, please, we need help. Some things are trying to kill us. They, they killed Tom, I think, and, and, God, no. Listen, I'm calling from Telegraph Creek. My name, about six or seven of, they're getting in. God, please. Jesus fucking uh, Christ. Uh, don't play that again. Um, this this is a message left here from somewhere else. Telegraph you guys said Telegraph Creek. Creek. Or Telegraph well, that's, Creek. That's where we wanted to go. That's where we were supposed to come from, right? When we landed the plane and then Correct. take a cat here. Yeah. So Telegraph Creek has already been murderized. No problems. So I have to ask Tom out of fairness of seeing this dude and then listening to that. Are any sand checks needed or are we getting used to this thing? <laughs> um I just I know. just if you can you can do a sanity check. If you fail, lose one point. I feel that's fair. I, I just, I'm gonna fail. Let's see. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, oh, now let's go for broke. All right. Um so that's me and St me and uh, Benji hearing that. Yeah. And this would be on the normal, like in the answer machine in those days, it'd probably be actually recorded to a cassette tape. A little cassette, yeah. I think uh -oh. Harvey Walker. Since you came close enough to, to play the machine, you do notice that there is a uh, uh, 375 Colt Magnum uh, lying on the floor. 
uh, where the guy dropped it after he blew his brains out. Um, there are five shots left in that. I'm going to definitely grab that and pocket it. But when he bends over to grab it, Harvey hits the eject and of the cassette and takes the little answer machine cassette tape out of there and pockets it. Okay. Yep, that's uh, that's bad if that gets out. Yep. Tucks that away. He probably did it while I wasn't looking either. I'll be like thinking it's still in there. Yeah, I don't know if he tries to hide it, but as you bend over, he just kind of looks at it and he's just like, okay. So I guess he wouldn't necessarily try to hide it. You could probably notice it maybe. That's up to you. Um, um, probably not. Guys, also now that you've come into the room and changed your perspective, you can also see that he had a computer on his desk. Um, it got shoved sideways and it's lying on the floor. It's not on and it doesn't look like it's broken. And but it's... Stuff. Oops, sorry. Um, but yeah, um, it, it was shoved off the... Uh, Shoved off the table. That could be important. Say, so you think you need to use any useful uh, information on that thing? He's already like picking it up, setting up. He's like, "Well, we're gonna find out." He goes, "That tape, all this stuff. If, if it's important, I, t I take it with us and not leave it here because no one's coming back here for a while, you know." Yeah. That. Hope we get that radio up. Now I'm even more concerned that like our destination got like you know attacked. So now I don't know what we're gonna do. Might have to just uh, make a wide trail around there on our way back through. We'll figure that out later. Uh, just look around for more useful items, I guess, and uh, make sure Bill's okay. I'll, I'm gonna start this up and see what I can do here. Okay. All right. I'm gonna probably look around uh, more thoroughly from where I'm at. All right, Ben, um, Benjamin, to a spot hidden roll. Nope, 88 out of 65. All right, yeah, you don't find anything interesting. Uh, Harvey, to a luck roll. Whoops, uh, where my character go? There you go. Luck, my specialty. That was sarcastic. Um, <laughs> Definitely not. Nope. <laughs> I get a psych roll. That's all I get tonight. <laughs> okay. Um, the, uh, it, it takes a couple of seconds for the computer to boot up. Okay. And it boots up. Uh, it says in large letters, it says Exxon uh, Corporation. And then it says password. I will try the pipeline and Exxon and actually, oh, go ahead. Well, you try those sorts of things and your luck roll says you didn't. You're okay. not able to, to do it. I would hate to check on this dude's body, but I'd check and see if he has anything useful or if there's possibly a password written down somewhere in the desk. Somewhere that, in the desk? Yep. Um, do a spot hidden for me. That's where you're always supposed to put your password. It's nearby in the desk. No. What happened? You having trouble nope. there, Harvey? Need a Not password to open the damn computer, eh? And I can't find the damn password. Maybe no, you're right. computers. Um, I can probably take a look at it for you. 
All right. All right. 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 And he whips out his dossier and makes a note about you as he steps aside. Like, yeah, computer is useful. Many useless. <laughs> All right. You, you may make a roll. Do yeah. a roll for computers. Do a lock. Oh, like, oh yeah, you yeah. can do computers if you've got them. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think of that. I always forget computers on there. 27 out of 30. All right. Um, you fiddle around with it for a while. Um, you don't, you, you, you can't get the password, but um, you think, you know, maybe it was something that meant something to the, the dead guy. And you realize that there's a picture uh, face down on his desk. When you look at it, um, it's of hit I you assume his little girl. Um just by luck you open up the uh the frame and written on the back of it is uh Emily at six years old. You try Emily and the computer comes to life. Back then they didn't have long passwords. <laughs> Nobody would ever guess Emily. Nope. Um, all right. Most, uh, you you realize that, I mean, he gets a lot of emails back and forth. Um, it'll take you a while to look through them, but uh, we'll say after 15 minutes, you can sort of tell from the subject lines that they're, you know, this is not important, this is not important. Um, most recently, or more recently, uh, you run across this. This who both of us? Oh, well, this is while well, Benjamin was, was doing it. Okay, so you're you're looking over his shoulder. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oops, let me minimize the stuff. And, can you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and read through that. Okay. So it says, uh, from Daniel F. Waters to Roger M. O'Connor, Monday, September 2nd, 1985. Unexpected delay. Mr. Connors, while working on the construction access road, North XBC pump station 31, there was a landslide that uncovered a large cavern. The Construction crew explored the interior and discovered what appears to be some sort of ancient stone structure. Geologist, Math Geologist Matthews informed me that it was likely covered by a previous landslide. Matthews is reluctant to say when this might have happened, but it looks like as it was before the last ice age over 2.6 million years ago, but he was quick to point out that this is impossible and will require extensive archaeological study to determine its age for certain. The transcript follows from my discussion with Mr. Matthews regarding what he saw in the cave. The structure was close to 80 feet tall and looked kind of like a, what's that called? A ziggurat, but split down the middle with a ring of stones in the center of it. Uh, Jesus from Walters. Matthews I don't think so, Dan. There was bones, human bones. I swear it. Dan, there were dozens and dozens of skeletons everywhere in the skulls. They had holes in them, Dan, as if something drove a railroad spike into them. Walters. Who else saw it? 
just me, boss. I wanted to make sure that the cave wasn't com- going to come down on someone from Water's Good. Matthews, Dan, there was some kind of altar in a circle. It had iron rings at the, at the corners, I think. I think from Water's. I don't want to hear it, Jim. And I don't want you to mention thoughts to anyone from Matthews. There's something else, Dan. Water's what? There was some kind of animal skull, a big one. It wasn't far from the opening, so we, Walters, you didn't. Look, I wasn't. I mean, we, from Walters, don't worry about it. What's done is done. Did anyone else about the road uh, crew see it? No, they're downstairs now. I don't think to keep them quiet until I checked with you. Good. I'll talk to them. In the meantime, I want that item crated up in the garage before the inspection team gets here. That gives you about an hour. Matthews, I'm on it. Please advise as soon as possible from Dan Waters, manager, Expo Company Station 31. All right. Oh, crap. I'm going to point out to Harvey and be like, uh, so that must be that crate thing that they're talking about, uh, Joseph and Cross. They found an ancient place that looks all like, like druids were there or something in an ice age, druid circle, and they take. Now I'm not one to believe in superpowers where they're. Maybe I don't know. But if you find something that's a central piece, that, that was sort of said, right? There was basically the skulls inside this, specifically in this one spot area. Yeah. Yep. Okay. He's like, I understand removing it, but I also understand not removing it because disturbing maybe they disturbed something down in there when they went down and grabbed that skull I don't know maybe I don't maybe know something. anything about super I don't believe in superstitious mumbled jumbo I also didn't believe in large creatures that rip other creatures apart like bears but you know we're <laughs> we're witnessing those things right now you, you betcha so maybe um yeah I, I'm, I'm just trying to rationalize it honestly this I don't know Harvey, you realize that all of this is evidence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you, you sit down and start fiddling with the computer, and you realize that there's more. There are more emails. Okay. Start. And now, uh, this, is this is floppy disk days, right? So he's probably going to try to leave looking for a blank floppy disk in order to take some copies. Yeah. Or the Here's- whole computer. Here's another one. Is this me looking? Yeah, this is you looking this time. All right. This is from Roger O'Connor's again to De- Daniel F. Uh, Walters. Actually, it's back, right? So Monday, September 6, 1985 at 12.44 p.m. The subject is a reply to the unexpected delay email originally. <clears throat> Mr. Walters, regarding your email about the recent discovery near Pumpy Station number 31, the management team has decided that the matter is to remain confidential until the Northwest Pipeline is operational early next year. Your instructions are to remove all equipment and personnel from the area, hereafter referred as ARC Site 31, and seal all relevant documents and materials until further notice. All personnel are required to sign a non-disclosure agreement form number 86223. All communications to and from Station 31 are to be strictly monitored and any information regarding ARC Site 31 is to be censored. Any personnel refuse to sign the NDA 86223, they are to be terminated immediately and informed of their legal obligations under Section 89. Subsection B of their contract, specifically regarding the penalties for corporate espionage. Oh, no. Sorry. 
this is uh this isn't just oil we're pumping right now here that's the end of the letter oh if you have any questions or require any additional personal personnel or equipment do not hesitate to contact me immediately roger o'connor northwest operations manager then another one you find sure read, read this one too yeah please from Roger O'Connor, back to Daniel F. Walters, Monday, September 12, 1985 at 9.36 a.m. Subject replied to ARC site number 31. Mr. Walters, I have been informed that the recent media leak regarding ARC site 31 was the result of a letter postmarked from Telegraph Creek, BC, Canada, on September 10, 1985. This could only have been done by one of your people. We expect this matter to be investigated immediately and the individual dealt with as per our previous email. While the matter has been contained for the moment, we cannot afford any further leaks regarding this matter. Roger O'Connor, Northwest Operations Manager. And the final one. Uh, from Daniel F. Walters to Roger M. O'Connor, Monday, September 13th, 1985 at 11.55 a.m. So a little bit later. The subject is replied to leak as the title. Mr. O'Connor, after questioning station personnel and examining our records, I'm convinced the leak was not one of our people. And as I'm sure you're aware, the distance to Telegraph Creek from Station 31 is more than 20 miles which would be impossible to reach on foot in a reasonable amount of time, and all vehicles were accounted for during the week when the letter was supposed to have been sent out. We have reason to believe that, the, that there are members of Earth First in the area, and it is possible that they leak the information in hopes of delaying the pipeline start up indefinitely. I would like to request security personnel to deal with this situation. Dan Walters, manager, XBC pumping station number 31. And I'm making copy floppy disk copies of this if that is a possibility i'm not sure if it is or not but evident yeah yep. i'm sure yeah you've got the computer's thing. way too big to take at this point right and then you probably find a way to destroy the computer <laughs> i got the cassette tape i'm making copies of this i'm like now i'm not looking you're like clicking delete all files and well benjamin i mean he didn't really by the time he was realizing what he was reading, you were probably already there reading all of it as well. Yeah, probably. Probably sitting right there reading too, right alongside you, but not really like, okay, well, there's this mumble jumbo about this skull, and then there's, you know, possible creatures. I'm not going to believe there's some supernatural. There's just animals, and it's easy to take care of animals. You just got to put it down to bullet. Does it say anywhere in all this information, Tom, of where this cave-in was, where this place, this site was? It didn't. It said near. Well, we're going to keep a lid on it here, okay? Because uh, this is uh, this is some really serious stuff, at least according to Exxon. So, I mean, between me and you, we don't tell the others until, unless we absolutely necessary, eh? Hey, I'm just in charge of watching and trying to secure things and make sure people are taken care of. As long as no one's not getting hurt, that's all that matters to me. I don't really give a damn about the company right now. I think people will be less likely to get hurt if we don't go blabbing our, you know, flapping our gums at them about all this stuff that we just, uh, we found out here. And he's packing the floppy disk next to the cassette tape on them. So let's just keep it under our hats for a little bit and we'll tell them when it's appropriate. Hmm? That's fine. Yeah. Now, right. now what I think is important is Maybe we can find out together, but where this little cave-in area is, because it might be important that we know where it is. So let's keep our eyes peeled for maybe some information on it. That's about it. I'll keep an eye out, I guess. All right. Um, DJ, uh, 
you find almost all of the parts that you need. But some of the critical components, um, there are places for them, but they're all gone. And the only possible explanation was that somebody grabbed them and ran. But, uh... Because there's no way that they could have gone through like six or eight of these things. Um, it's a new station. But the box is missing. Damn you can see the dust where <laughs> where it's at. We're gonna need to find that shit. It's got Wrong, a, DJ. a Pentagon. Well, there's some parts missing, but this is a fairly new base, so there should be plenty of parts. And it seems like there's something missing or something. Like someone may have taken it in a hurry. Look at the dust marks, and it kind of gone too far because. Honestly, I don't think anyone was getting out of here too far. Whatever happened to you? Possibly not. Um, so what do you guys want to do next? Do you absolutely need those parts? Well, if we want to fix the radio, yeah. Then I guess that's our next objective, isn't it? It's going to be like finding a needle in a haystack. Well, first off, I want to see if I can get the snowcat to run. If it's not running, then there's no point in looking at that as a last hope. Well, I can check it. I'm pretty good about stuff anyway. All right. All right. Okay. Let's check really the snowcat, and then we'll go on our search for the little parts and pieces that you're missing. You go back upstairs and uh, you try the cat. Uh, it does start. Okay. Not much difficulty. Okay, we got a working cat. I can. Glimmer of hope. I'm definitely. I know my way around this kind of vehicle, so I can probably dri drive it. Can you take a look at it? And make sure it'll it'll get us somewhere. It's not gonna break down on the way. Yeah, I can have a quick glance over. Make sure everything's in order. I'm not even can sure I... how to check the fuel in this thing. Yeah. So it'll take you maybe an hour to do a complete maintenance on it, but uh, to just to make sure it's it's in good. It looks like it's in fairly decent condition. Uh, but what are the two of you going to do while he's doing that? Well, we found out we have our vehicles ready, and we found the machine shop. We know we have parts missing, and uh, well, Joseph, what do you think? I think we should make our way over to that supply house we saw listed uh, I don't think we're very far from town but uh, these cats aren't known for going quick and if we get caught in another storm it might be good to have some food and blankets and other stuff thrown in there if we got a shelter uh, shelter overnight someplace I think we need, we need to load up and start preparing for the next leg right we'll do that then DJ stay with the snow cat we'll be back in a few Okay, yeah, well, before I repair, before I start repairing properly, I will uh, radio to Harvey and be like, Harvey, you there? Harvey? I don't remember, do I have a radio? Well, it'll be on my hey, I, I have it, and I'll just hand it, hey, uh, Harvey, he's calling for you, man, here. Uh, yep. Uh, can you, uh, can you and Ben look out for these parts, and I will 
relaying it. Uh, there seems to be some parts missing, and I don't know where they are. They could be anywhere, so just keep an eye out for them. Sure. I know what they are, actually. I, or that, I think I should. <laughs> and and uh, we're almost done in the office here, so we'll uh, take a peek. Found anything interesting? Yeah. <laughs> There's a big hesitation. <laughs> I'm just going to look at you and just like let you deal with it. A couple more corpses. Um, a big mess. And yeah, it's about it at the moment. Okay, well, I'll leave you guys to that. I need to start doing a full check on this snow cat. So. All right. So you guys are going to head over to the storage. Um, or are you going to go underground? Why don't we do that? You know, that way we can take a peek over at that engineering building on the way through there. That works for me. All right. Um, all right, so uh, you guys go back down and you head uh, along the corridor to what it, uh, you get to the corridor and it splits. You can go uh, left or right. Um, if you go uh, right, you end up in the engineer. Well, that's where you're going anyway. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the, you come into engineering, it's just there's no door, it's just a goes the tunnel goes right into it um uh it's literally the heart of the station uh there are giant boilers uh that supply heat and power to the facility uh there's a giant electric generator which is making noise uh it's producing a constant hum um uh it actually it's loud enough that it, it makes hearing in the room difficult um this big, big, powerful generator. Uh, on the far wall, uh, there is the bulk of the pump machinery uh, that drives the main turbine uh, for the oil pipeline. Uh, of course, it is not working. It is not operational. Uh, but other than that, the room, the room looks fairly un- you know, you don't see blood or gore or bodies or anything like that in here. You want to just continue on? Yeah, we don't really see any cache of supplies or other parts or anything in here. Not in not in the engineering room, no. Okay. Um, just a lot of machinery. Um, you go through the door uh, into the cellar storage uh, below the storage room. Uh, it's rather chilly in this room. Uh, you think maybe on purpose. Uh, there are nine cardboard boxes uh, along one wall and there are uh, food grade barrels along another. Uh, there's, a set, uh, there's a set of stairs that leads upward. Uh, this room is, uh, is obviously refrigerated a little bit because it's colder than the engineering room and uh, doesn't really seem to be, have been bothered much at all. What's uh, you, can see, you can see there are barrels of cooking oil and molasses and honey and corn syrup and stuff like that. 
in the box? What's in the nine boxes? Are they labeled on the outside? Like, do they say Nabisco or something on them? Uh, let's see, nine boxes. It just says nine boxes. So yeah, probably foodstuffs and cereal and okay, and things. Gotta figure like out that. a way to carry this out of here. Uh, I guess we could lug the boxes back, but it'd be nice to just find some bags or something to throw it all in. Uh, maybe upstairs. Yeah, maybe upstairs. Can find a good bag, fill it, and then we have a surprise. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be nice if we could find a couple of rucksacks or something. Make it easier to carry it all around. Right, onward and upward then. All right. Um, you go up into the supply room. Uh, now you can see you're coming up the stairs. There are also more stairs going up higher. So there's an upstairs to the supply room. Um, it's quite plain. Uh, there uh, is a large uh, roll-up garage door uh, on one side where they can bring in supplies with a truck or hand truck. Uh, there is, in fact, a hand truck. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, a dolly. Hand yeah, truck. one of those big dollies. Sure. Um, uh, this room is around 65 degrees. That's uh, 18.3 degrees Celsius. Uh, there are uh, CO2 fire extinguishers uh, scattered around the, the walls. Um, there is a large cabinet with firefighting gear. Uh, and there are four emergency lights on the ground floor. Uh, let's see. The um, pallet jack, that's what I wanted to say. Uh, you can see that there are signs uh, next to the tunnel uh, leading back the way you came that said, that says Cellar uh, Engineering Water Recovery and Machine Shop. Um, Do a spot hidden. Spot hidden. Yeah, 31. Ought three out of 65. Nice. Yeah, I passed, but not that well. <laughs> you, as you're, as you're there, you can see that there is um, packing material that's kind of been dropped on the stairway going upstairs. Like somebody was carrying something upstairs and it just they, it, they just, it, it fell out of the crate or whatever. Well, but other than that, you don't really see anything unusual. My curiosity's peaked. I'm following the packing material upstairs. Uh, I'll be right behind you. All yeah, right. I'm curious. I think there's an office or something up there. Well, as you go upstairs, um, you notice a uh, a hum. The temperature is fairly low. Uh, it's uh, maybe in the high 50s upstairs. And when you open the door, um, uh, the lights are off. It's it's there's no windows. It's almost pitch black in here, except that you can see little twinkling lights in rows going through the room. 
Is there a light switch nearby? Yeah. You flip on the light switch, the light comes on, and you're realizing that these are rows of computer panels. Uh, it's like a, a big data storage area, and the hum is coming from the computers. Hmm. So you're following the trail of packing stuffs. Um, all right. What you find is um, a large box uh, with what look like electronic parts, possibly the ones that uh, the DJ was looking for. They seem to have been brought up here, and it looks like they were trying to hide them behind some of the servers. But it's, they're right there. And you don't see any blood or, or gore or anything. There is also a uh, hallway that leads across to the uh, the office building, the second story of the office building, where Harvey and Benjamin are currently at. I don't know. Yeah, they're still there, right? Yeah. You don't yes. know that they're there, but they're there. The, uh, whoever brought this up here, uh, maybe still up here? Should, should, we, should, should we take a look on down there? I wouldn't be I, opposed to it. I just hate to have someone sneaking up on our, you know, on our six if we're walking away from here. I definitely don't like it. Let's take a look around, shall we? All right. Um, there are lots of file cabinets at one end. And as you are looking around, you realize that some of the thing, well, there's a couple things you realize. Um, some of this has been arranged so that it cuts off a corner of the room. Um, the other thing that you, as you are moving towards that area, you can distinctly smell something awful smells like feces and uh sweat like a like a a, a a really bad restroom or a locker room that's never been cleaned it's it's god awful oh so much shit up here hello um do a Anyone? listen roll. Listen. What is my listen? 50%. Here we go. I failed. I got a 48 out of 50. Okay. When you say hello, you think that you hear a rustling noise and uh, like a whimper. We know you're in there. Come on out. We won't hurt you. Come on. Nothing happens, but you're you're definitely become you can become convinced that there's somebody who's barricaded themselves into the corner. We are not alone. 
now. So yourself or I will fire upon you. Okay. Nothing. But you can hear what sounds like as if it was like a, a frightened animal uh that was shivering violently. Uh you can you can hear that sort of like it's it's up against maybe the filing cabinets and it's 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 terrified. I don't feel comfortable getting close. We're, uh... Well... Whoever's in there is probably bloody scared. Maybe we let Harvey know one of his crew's still here? Yep, let's get them up on the radio. He didn't really know these folks out here, though, did he? Not really. Yeah. Probably not, but he probably talked them out of there who knows yeah maybe somebody they recognize as an authority figure it might work hey harvey harvey hey yeah go for harvey where are we where are you upstairs in the office managerial office yep almost done here oh we're actually not too far from you we're in the uh, data storage. Oh, Harvey, you look up at the door leading out of the room and over the top it says data storage. <laughs> I'll be there, like, be there in like 10 minutes, eh? No, just kidding. I'm right down the hallway, literally. All right, come down here. We have, uh, we have a situation. All right. right. Oh, before he goes, he's like, so there's an answer machine, obviously still attached to a phone that would be there, right? Mm-hmm. Like this, we were going to see if the phone was still working. Or I guess maybe Benjamin can do that if I'm walking down there. It's up to you, Ben. Yeah, I'll probably stay because Bill's downstairs, and I'll just like hang back right here. If you so that phone, sneaks up on us, I'll give the radio back to you, and I'm like, if uh, the phone's working, you you let uh you let Steve know, eh? We'll do. I'll oh, tinker with it if I can. It looked pretty um, shattered to me. Uh, yeah, you can you fiddle with it, but you don't actually have a phone. You've got the answering machine, which will pick up. It'll answer, but you can't use the answering machine to call out. Oh, there is no phone? Did the phone that? was smashed. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, my bad. <laughs> then, never mind. <laughs> Unless you can put it back together, uh, you just go back to Bill, I guess, or whatever. Uh, not... I'm really skilled, but I'll go. Uh, I'll go grab Bill if I can. All right. Uh, keep him. Keep him inside if you can. Mostly, he seems to be terrified of being outside. He wants to stay inside despite the messes. So I just, uh, you know, and I wouldn't give him a weapon just because. Oh you know, no! 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 That 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 kid's too frantic. Right. Okay. I'll see you in a few then. Hey, Benjamin, you hey. go downstairs, and William's still there, staring out the window. Um, uh, Harvey, you walk down the hallway and open the door to data storage, and uh, the guys are at the far end. Uh, you can smell, yeah. And they're pointing hey. at, you know. Hey, you know, the, the restroom's downstairs. You don't have to be uh, doing that sort of thing up here, eh? Thank you, Harvey. Look. <laughs> <laughs> 
We have I, think a, one, I think one of your guys is back here. This might be the well, we found we think we found the radio parts too, so maybe it's the guy who stole the radio parts. I don't know, but he ain't coming out. He just sounds like he's scared. He's stuck back there. You're the uh, you're the boss. Thought maybe you could talk him out. Yeah, that's right. Um, <clears throat> lights up another cigar. He's looking at his pack. There's only a couple left. Lights up like yeah, uh, sir, madam. Lighting that in here. It's it's fine. He doesn't has he has no clue if it is not. He just says it. He's like uh, Harvey Thatcher. Um, PR for Exxon Corp and the person you want to talk to about getting out of safely at your service. Might I have you come out and talk to us fine gentlemen? We have food, water, shelter, safety, guns too. Um, no response, but you can definitely hear that there's somebody there. If for some reason you think it's a, it's a guy. I look at one of them like, does anybody have a flashlight? I've lost mine. Well, the light's on in the room. Oh, is it? I guess, yeah. I guess I'm picturing it dark and creepy. Just like yeah, you know. you'd have you'd have to kind of climb up and look over the the filing cabinets to see the cubby. You know, he gets out his new 38 Auto, and uh, just has it in one hand like he's Bond. And uh, how just... did you get that? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, we, 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 I look back at him like we got a lot of things to catch up on later. First thing we do is we need to find some non-disclosure agreements so we can all put a little signature on it. I'll tell you later. And then he gets up and he like, just gonna. Okay. When you do that, there is a guy. Uh, he's lying fetal position on the floor. Um, and when he sees you poke your head up over if if he could somehow magically flatten himself into the corner of the wall, he would do it. In terror, he is, he is like this and shaking violently. You can see that he soiled himself probably multiple times. Um, the, the floor is also completely littered with food wrappers and... Um, little juice boxes and everything. He obviously got it, grabbed a pile of them and uh, he's been hiding here, but he's, he's very, he's not staring at you. Somehow he sees you, but he's not looking at you and he's just freaking completely terrified. So like he he's also gunner. wearing, he's also wearing a tie dyed shirt with earth first written on it. Oh, wow. He just lost all importance in my eyes, but whatever. Okay. Oh, um, shit. Maybe we can... I threw in the tie-dye. <laughs> <laughs> just for you, Fred. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I, you said that, and I looked down. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> trying, Tom trying to catch me not paying attention. What's wait, going on here? <laughs> wait a goddamn minute here. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right, all right, all right. See, I'm putting it away, sir. Oh, shit. Earth Maybe first. Bill. Maybe Bill. Maybe I'm Bill. Like, he takes a huge, like, just a huge drag on the cigar because it stinks in there. And he just blows the smoke down the area on the guy and everything. Maybe it'll snap him out of it. And then he's fishing for some water and some food on him if he has any. If not, he'll ask for some from the other guys. But he just like. Where's Bill and Ben at? 
They're still together, right? They're downstairs. Yeah. Down the hall there. Oh, down maybe the hall. they yeah. maybe maybe Bill can come up here and this guy will recognize him. Well Bill works here and this guy's an earth firster. I don't know. I thought Bill was a uh he, he was a college kid. Oh, that's right, that's right. He was he was not working. He was a documentarian. Yeah, he was hanging out with them down at the camp. He goes, uh, yeah, 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 that, let's get him. Does this guy react at all from the smoke? Not really. He's, he's, something has obviously scared him profoundly. Um, but you're guessing that it's not another human being. I guess we should bring Bill up here. I don't want to make him have a heart attack. We don't need some guy freaking out when we're at least expected to. Knowing where he is and what this guy's doing is a lot better than not knowing what he's doing. Especially if he's been traumatized. You don't know what he might be up to. Yeah. I mean, he bloody well took all the electronic stuff that we needed. It looks like it, at least. And was that out where we can grab it right now? Yes. Yeah. yeah. In fact, it's, was, it's over there in the corner. Tried to be hidden, but no. It looks, looks oddly not related to this scene. Oh. Well, I will pick up that box. I'll carry it since I'm not actively carrying a gun around. So I figure I'll, I'll lug that back since Steve's kind of taking point the whole way. Yeah. Um, so, so what are you going to do with uh, this guy? You're going to stay here, Harvey, for a minute until Bill gets up here? Sure. All right. I'll Who's stay gonna... here with them just in case and you know with cornered animals they might attack. So And you're taking the uh the, 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 the parts that we need back to where DJ needs to work on them? Is that what you're doing? Uh, I figured I'd get him to DJ. I don't know exactly where he needs them. Is he gonna fix something actually up in that room above the uh the oil drums where we first went in? Yeah, that's 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 where they need to go. But I what I would do is I don't really want to go up. <laughs> No, no, he's no, he's Harvey's like it's a real bad mess upstairs. Someone got hurt real bad. I would just put them parts maybe at the bottom of the stairs and leave them there for DJ and don't go up if you don't like seeing bad things. Well, if DJ's still working on the cat, I can hang here for a few more minutes. I'm not in that big of a rush, and he can't get to these parts any sooner. So we'll we can make our way back to one of those spots as a group. Well, somebody somebody needs to get uh, Ben and uh, Bill. Okay, they wait. They wait. Know how to get up to where we are? Well, they. Oh, yeah, you can contact them, but they're radio. they're across the across the thing and down the stairs. Yeah, Ben has the radio yeah. on him. Just yes. so does Harvey. Or no. <laughs> and you've got one of the radios, Harvey and Stephen. I don't have a radio. That's why I haven't been calling out to them. I think DJ, Ben, and Steven have the radios. We do. Oh. All right. So you contact Ben. I'm away. You said grab Bill? Yeah. Right. All right. And Bill's somewhat right. He says, what? 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 Do, uh, do, are we going to get out of here? We got to get out of here. Yeah, we're going to get out of here, Bill. We, uh, they said something about like you have a friend maybe here. He just keeps looking out the window. Uh, you, what? It's everybody's dead. Well, let's come on over here to this other building right here, and then we'll try to make a way out of here. All right. 
Um, he continues to look nervous. Okay. okay. I'm going to walk on his right side while we're going up the stairs. And then, right. uh, I'm going to try to like block his vision of the guy that shot himself as best as I can. Okay. Um, all right. So he follows you up. Uh, he gets, uh, uh, you take him across to the, uh, the data storage room. And uh, he's like, what? What do you want? What do you want? Probably, he probably thought the smell too, like I did when, I wa- when we walked in. Um, yeah, probably, but he didn't, he didn't have much of a reaction to it. Uh, there's, no, there's no windows up here. So he's like, you know, I can't see outside. Kind of like. What, what am I supposed to be looking at? Oh, there's a, there's a friend downstairs, I think. Let's head downstairs. No, it's upstairs. Um, oh, upstairs. Oh, okay. All right. Um, where? What, 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 do you, what do you want me to look for? So we're all in the data room together. What, what, what am I supposed to be looking at? Uh, this uh, chat behind you the barricade over here. You're, you're, you're muted, uh, Harvey. Um, Saying the same thing, yeah. Just, yeah. Um, he looks over and uh, he goes, yeah, so there's a guy. Don't know him at all. Uh, uh, George, maybe. Hmm. George. Hey, George. Is your name George? No reaction from the guy. Uh, it's almost like he's catatonic. But uh, he's not shaking as much as he was. Now that hey, you Bill. guys have been talking. Hey, Bill. Uh, you know how we didn't leave you back at the camp by yourself, scared shitless in the middle of the woods? We don't really want to leave this guy up here totally, you know, totally fucked up in the head either. And we're hoping that he might recognize you. Could you at least try to talk him to where he can come down with the rest of us? Hey, hey, guy. Uh, why don't you come out of there? Yeah, he doesn't want to come out, obviously. You guys going to have to pull him out. Look at the two security specialists and like, oh, yeah, move these, move these uh, First filing time, cabinets out of the way. Move them out of the way, and then I'll try to persuade him to get up. Okay. I do have persuade. I'm just not entirely sure like how to word what it's, I'm wanting to convey. It's it's like dealing with a frightened animal, right. um, but. When you move towards him, he he reacts a little frightened, uh, but then he sort of calms down as he's he's staring at you. Um, maybe he's realizing you're a person. Um, Easy. Do a do a I don't know what would be a good one. Persuade or charm or I have persuade. Yeah, do persuade. Not a very high persuade, but I have persuade. Uh, that would be a Captain. <laughs> 85 out of 40. <laughs> Ooh. So, so you try to carefully talk him? Oh, he's got a phone. He's got a phone call. I, th- I don't know if I have a pretty high intimidate. I think the good cop, bad cop might be. Because... 
don't get anything yeah, for intimidate or persuade. I'm just not a talker. You got 80? Sorry about that. My phone started ringing. I, oh, I it's going to ring again. Hold on just one second. I'll answer the phone and I'll, I'll, I'll uh, get right back to you. Okay. You said you, said you have a, 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 an 80 in intimidate? Benjamin? No. Oh, no. I have nothing. I have nothing in oh. intimidate or fast talk or persuade. I don't, I don't even talk hardly. <laughs> we, can, we can go that route. Like where you, you try talking, if he doesn't move, just come in and be like, loud as a hair. Get out of here. Just, just literally pick him up. Just try to walk him off. I mean, you guys can manhandle him, I guess, if you're not too afraid to do so. Nobody yeah, I think I can. Nobody's really good about manhandling him, but we do have to get him out of here. Yeah. All right. Sorry about that. Where were we? Persuasion doesn't work. Um... It didn't work because I didn't quite pick the right approach. <laughs> okay. Um, so he's he's a little, a little scared, but there's nowhere that he can go. So, and he doesn't have weapons or anything like that. He doesn't Still, seem like he's, he's going to be good. violent. He's just afraid. Uh, I guess I'm just going to walk over and pick him up. Say, come on, we, we got to get going, man. Just gently get a hold of him and start to ease him up. All right. Um, you uh, you manage to get on either side of him and grab his arms. He struggles, but he doesn't struggle very hard. Um, and, I mean, you realize he's filthy. Uh, he's completely terrified. Uh, but he struggles for a moment and then kind of this blankness washes over him as he just complies with what you do. Uh, Rage, we now have a frightened rabbit on our hands. Smelly one. Well, if the showers work here, uh, we can make him hose off first or find some clothes for him. There are personnel quarters that should have showers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. According to the oh. map here. Yep. Okay. Oh, that is a thought. Any volunteers? <laughs> I'm like picking up the box of supplies. Like, I have to take these, unfortunately, back over to the radio area. So uh, I it can't be I, me. I think Joseph grabbed those already. Give them to me, Joe. <laughs> Answer me, Joseph. Answer. I have to take these back. I just, you're not here. I just take them. No. Uh, Harvey ain't gonna. He's already walking out. Like, mm, I have, I have to talk I'll, to you guys. I'll take care of Cross. Yep. I got it. Right. I'll take one for the team. All right. All right. Let's, maybe, maybe we all go. We, we just drop off the supplies, get over to the personnel building, make a little camp there, and I, we'll talk about some things that make our next plans. That's not a bad idea, especially since we found bulk storage downstairs and there's food and supplies. You might. Okay. And then we're like, we're walking. I'll get up next to Steven a little bit, you know, away from Bill. I'll be like, that skull you found. I don't know what kind of things you believe in, but obviously we're, we're, we're discovering new things that we didn't think were possible, but we might have to return the skull to where they found it if we can find the dig site from which they undug it from. Wait, wait, wait. What, what dig site? What are you talking about? Uh, I was just looking through some things. Now, these are things I'm telling you in sworn secrecy and be facing a, 
a lot of penalties for Exxon if you were to go uh, flapping your gums about it. Benjamin knows the same thing. I've just said, I'm telling you out of courtesy because this is a PR nightmare, obviously, for Exxon. Clearly. So keep keep it under your hat, as I said before. They, they, nearby, there's some dig grounds where that landslide came and it covered up an area. It looks like some kind of ancient druidic thing, if you believe in that kind of weird stuff. But that's where they found the skull at. And they're supposed to ship the skull back. What if, uh, what if they uncovered something else? What if they made something angry? You know, you, you don't take bear's food away from it, punch it down, and eat you. How's a fossil food? This makes no sense. Maybe it's not a thing of food. Maybe it's a thing of worship or something. Animals don't worship. Yeah. Animals also don't murder grizzly bears because nothing is higher in the food chain besides humans or... You've not been in Kenya, have you? Well, can you name something that's bigger than a bear? You saw that grizzly. A polar bear, elephant, blue whale. Not that, but I've torn that grizzly up. There's something around that maybe has come up and surfaced. We're just dealing with large bears. It's not a bear. It's not a bear. Large bears going after a bloody fossil. Do you remember the camp and this place? All the torn off doors, all the bullet holes, zero bare bodies. Yeah, bloody bad shots. <laughs> Where's everybody? <laughs> Don't be. I look back at, look back at Benjamin like. <laughs> Benjamin can back me up. He saw the writing. Yeah, there's. Wait, you're, probably, you're probably talking just YouTube, so I probably wouldn't really be listening. <laughs> We're on our way, talking as we're going. Look, some crazy shit happened. We need to keep our eyes peeled for a dig site nearby, at least. I'm telling you, it might be important. I have a feeling in my gut. In my gut's rather large, so it's a good big feeling. I don't like the idea. We're supposed to radio help and get out of here. Uh Yep. Benjamin, um, so what are your plans? You're going to take George uh, uh, over to the uh, the personnel building and look for a shower? Yeah, I'm just going to take one for the team and uh, wash him. All right, you guys haven't been in possible. the personnel building yet. Um, you've got two ways to go there. You could walk outside. Or you could go all the way down to the basement and walk through the basement. Uh, we're probably more closer like outside, so I'm probably just going to walk them outside. All right. Um, uh, you walk him uh, down the stairs. Uh, he's become rather compliant. Um, do a luck roll. Uh, I got my luck. Uh, 44 out of 50. Okay. Uh, as you get to the bottom of the stairs and start moving towards the door, something falls out of his back pocket. It's his wallet. Okay. I'm gonna, uh, pick it up and grab it and say, uh, drop your wallet, man. Yeah, he doesn't have any 
he doesn't put out his hand or anything. He's just just standing there quietly with you going to you you can basically move him wherever you want. Okay. But you've I'm got you've got his wallet. Okay, I'm just probably gonna probably put it in a pocket, I guess. Okay. Um and, yeah. All right. You uh walk him through the door and into the snow. Um you get about you, you you have to go past the pump building. Uh you're heading towards the first snow building. Um there is damage to the outside of the personnel building that you can see, but all of the uh storm shutters have been closed. And uh the door uh is once again, obviously something has gone through these buildings. Uh, you can see that the door is just hanging barely on its hinges. Uh, you open it up. Uh, right inside the door, uh, relatively unharmed, is kind of what you would call a, a common room. There's a place where people can put their their boots and their jackets and hang them on the wall. There are a number of very heavy coats hanging there. Uh, there are snowshoes and things like that. And then uh, on a larger scale, there, there's also, you can see there's stairs going up and stairs going down. Uh, there's also a couple of lounge chairs and there's a big screen TV on the wall uh, and a VCR. And uh, the, the room is fairly warm. There's a hallway. And if you recall from the, uh, from the map on the wall, uh, the kitchen should be on uh, your right. Uh, there should be a couple of bedroom uh, bedroom things on the left, and there's a bathroom down at the end of the hall. Yeah. Uh, probably going to take him to the bathroom at the end of the hall where the showers right. are. Uh, nice. you, you can tell that there is some indication that there's been some fighting and struggling going on in here as well. Um, there's damage to the wood paneling. There's damage to the carpet, but there's no tremendous amount of damage. Um, you get to the bathroom, uh, the lights work, uh, and the bathroom is relatively clean. Uh, it's like you go in and it's it's the the toilets and the restroom, and then the showers are over on the back side. Uh, water seems to be working. Uh, hot water seems to be working. Okay. So what do you do? Um, I'm going to have uh, George go in and, uh, you know, just set him in the thing, say, just turn on the water, have him sit there, and say, just try to scrub yourself if you can. I'm going to try to find some clothes or something that you can wear. All right, so you're going to strip him? Yeah. Yeah, because he doesn't seem to be reacting. Yeah, um, yeah he's filthy. It's not pleasant. Uh, but... Uh, uh, you feel kind of uh, sorry for him. Uh, he he strips okay, but he just stands in the water. Maybe that's fine for now. <laughs> yeah, that while right. he's standing there, I'm like probably trying to find some clothes and stuff. All right. Um, you step out, and uh, as you as you step out, uh, he suddenly uh, stops standing in the water. And starts to follow you. 
like he's he's now your puppy dog he's you're the one who's taking care of him um do an idea roll okay That's okay. I got uh, intelligence. Four. Yeah. Uh, 43 out of 65. All right. Uh, suddenly dawns on you that you have his wallet. Okay. You have all of his information. I'm going to pull it out and just look at his ID. And you look at his ID. Uh, and uh, you already know what he looks like, but I'm going to show you this. This is what his picture in the ID looks like. And it lists him as Daniel Baxter. And he is from uh, Vancouver. Uh, Daniel? Daniel Baxter? You say that and he goes, he sort of looks over at you and his his eyebrows are, are moving up and down. Like he's he's sort of understanding what you're saying. Hey, I'm uh, I'm gonna need you to stay in the shower and try to stand there in the water and try to get some of this stuff off you. I'm gonna find some clean clothes real quick. Michael? He says. Is no, that my you, name's Michael. Not, my name's not Michael, it's it's Benjamin. Where's mom? Um, mom said that you need to go take a bath go on to the bathroom okay and he turns around and starts walking back inside Michael I don't I don't want to I don't want to be alone Uh, Benjamin is like really like kind of like um uh, Michael, Michael, come check on you in a little bit. Just go on, get some, just scrub a little bit or something. Michael, Michael, where's Patricia? Why isn't Patricia here? She's supposed to be here. You know, she's, sis. Yeah, she's run off somewhere. What? What? what uh, She's run off with 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 that guy that mom yeah, doesn't to, like. Yeah, they're supposed to be back by dinner. Um, he starts to sort of brighten up. At least he's communicating, but he seems to think you're his brother, Michael. He's like, uh, where where are you going then? Uh, I'm gonna find you some clean clothes. You know, get me some clothes, okay? Um, watch out for the big things. And he picks up the soap and he starts cleaning himself. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna one eighty right. and start looking. <laughs> so, uh. Behind you, there are, uh, let's see, 
there is a pantry storage area. There is, um, let's see, that's a, a, a freezer. Uh, there are two bunk bunk rooms. Um, the closest one to you, we'll say, is the one that you go into. Yeah. So let's see, bunk room. BG, I believe. Yeah. Um, you go into bunk room one, and uh, it is. Um, it's kind of what you'd expect. There are actually three bunks on the wall, one, two, and three, with a little yeah. ladder going up. Uh, so three people slept in here. Um, there's a chair. There's uh, three uh, shallow lockers. Um, uh, and there's a foot locker. Go ahead and do a spot hidden roll. Uh, I got a 53 out of 65. Okay. Um, as you're looking around, you, you find some pants uh, and some shirts, some corduroy pants and some shirts, uh, something that you think will probably fit in. Uh, you probably find a drawer with some underwear in it as well. Um, so you head back to him. And when you come inside, uh, he he's he's in the water. He's cleaned himself pretty well and he's looking he's looking very confused like what what why am i in the shower why am i in the shower and he looks at you and he's like mike um, mike are you my brother mike no, sadly, I'm not. Mike. Um, here, I got you some clothes. So he dries himself off and puts on the clothes. And he's like, this, this, this town has changed. It has. Um, yeah. It's changed a lot. Hardly in town. So, what do you want to do with them? Um, I'm probably going to go uh, call the guys and ask where we're we meeting at. <laughs> and I'm also going to like, especially like when next when next time I say cross, I'm just going to I am hard like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, didn't we follow you to that building, or did we? I I don't know if you guys followed or you guys split off somewhere else or. No, he went by himself. Well, unless you wanted to follow him. You guys were getting the uh, parts to DJ. Well, I guess Joseph had the had the parts. Okay. Yeah. Depends on where, what he did with them, I suppose. Joseph, did you take those parts over to DJ or did you take them to uh, the pump station? Fred? I did not. I was, uh, I was wherever Stephen was, and I think we were going to make our way there, but I don't think we actually said we did that yet. Okay. Yeah, but, but I thought that's what we were going to do. I figured we'd just go yeah. back. Yeah. Well, Benjamin took. Well, now we know it's Daniel. Benjamin yeah. took Daniel uh, to get him cleaned up. Uh, he went. He went 
by himself with him. Um, and I was with left up there with Harvey and Stephen then. Okay, you, you, Stephen, and Harvey. You, you Harvey, Stephen, and Bill are still upstairs. Bill, yeah. Uh, and DJ is in the garage, so all by himself, working on. <laughs> so that was my thinking. I didn't want to leave him alone there, but then again, I didn't want to walk back alone either. So I didn't just walk go back by myself. So, um, if you want to, if you go outside, you can go by the garage, drop off the parts. Uh, and then go to the personnel building where uh, Benjamin went. That seems reasonable. And then if anybody wants to hang with DJ there, so which, he's not alone. Yeah. Which Stephen will. Stephen will hang out with DJ while he's working on the snowcat. Yeah. When you come still... across me, okay. I am humming another one bites the dust. Okay. Um, <laughs> you guys are uh, are pretty tired obviously from not only not only from ex physical exhaustion but just from uh, the terror of exhaustion um all right so dj you are in the garage working on the the cat steven you're going to join him joseph right. and harvey and bill are going to go join benjamin and daniel in the uh personnel place all right um before we finish all right uh joseph and harvey and stephen you i'm sorry joseph and harvey uh you go over to the personnel building and like i say you walk in the front door there's stairs going up and stairs going down uh looks like there's a, a vhr vhr vhs 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 video tape player vhs vcr um vcr there you go jeez it's been, it's been what 30 years <laughs> um uh this room actually looks th this building looks to be the most comfortable obviously this is where these people live and uh as you are walking in uh you see benjamin and uh and uh daniel uh coming down the hall towards you and daniel's like Oh, there are other people as he walks forward. And we have Bill. We have Bill with us, right? Joseph and I do. Correct, right. And he's like, oh, you have other people. And he, he looks around and he goes, I thought maybe those things got them all. Nope. And he just sort of stares off into space. What do you guys do? So he started right. talking. Yeah, his, his name's Daniel. Uh, Daniel, uh, his last name. Uh, what? Extra? When you say that, Bill goes, Extra. oh, yeah, yeah, Daniel. That was his name. Good. Good yeah, thanks, thanks, Bill. <laughs> you son of <laughs> Dang you, Bill. You're the worst. Anyway. <laughs> Bill goes, Bill goes, um, hey, Daniel, do you remember me? And uh, Daniel looks up at him and he goes, who are you? 
He says, I'm Bill, remember? And he's like, who are you? I don't know any Bill. Daniel's, Daniel's still in some pretty significant shock then. Benjamin, do a, an idea roll. This is your memory. Um, I got a 18. Oh, really nice. Something in the back of your mind's been nagging you. Okay. Okay. You had the camera. You watched the thing. You saw the creature. Yeah. When you came into Bill's presence, you said, do you know that there's this, that you took a picture of this creature? And he's like, what are you talking about? You handed him the camera and he didn't know how to work it. Huh. He didn't know how to work it? He didn't know how. He, he handed it back to you like, show me uh, how like this. Like he said it was his camera, but he didn't know how to work it? Oh. Make that kind of oh. I think we'll leave it at that. <laughs> 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 that actually clicked for me. I was just like, wait. That's a good spot to stop. <laughs> Bill, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our players included Fred Carter, Lucas Glasshauer, um, Josh Harwood, Jeff Beck, and Dakota Davis, with yours truly as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a ritual listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs of Bubble the Shore are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. <laughs>